This is the Kitzer of the Sicha on Yud Beis Yud Gimel Tamos in Lekutah Sicha's Chelik Yud Ches, page 308. The Rebbe begins with the special days that we find in the month of Tamos. When there's a special day in a month, it's not only one day that's unique, but it affects the entire month. Similar to what we find regarding Purim, that because Purim is in the month of Adar, so Mishinichnas Adam Arbim Besimcha, or as the Megillah itself says, you can read the Megillah in the entire month. So in the month of Tammuz, there's one day which is unique, which is Shavasa B'Tammuz. In the Pasuk, it's referred to as Tzayim Revi, the fast of the fourth month. So you see in the language of the Pasuk that it's related to the whole month, Revi. At the same time though, in this month, in later generations, not too long ago, it was revealed a unique and special day in this month, which is a celebration of a redemption, the redemption of Yudbezid Gimel Tammuz, when the Friedrich Rebbe was released and freed from his prison and his exile. And the Friedrich Rebbe writes in his letter, The redemption of the Friedrich Rebbe is for all Yidin, and it's a Chagagola for everybody. And this is also a day that's not just one day in the month, but it affects the entire month. And this is something unique that's revealed in later generations, the closer we come to the time of the Giyula, the time of Mashiach. So just like we find these two dates in this month, which are opposites, so too regarding the name of the month, which is Tammuz, there are also two opposite things we find. On one hand, the name Tammuz, we find it in a Pasik in Yecheskel, where it says, Anoshim Yeshris Mevakasis Tammuz, and it refers to an Avedizara, the lowest of the lowest. On the other hand, the name Tammuz, which means the, the heat of the sun, as Rashi says, Tammuz means Loshen Hesik, to heat up refers to the time in the year, in the summer, when the sun shines very strong and is very hot. And what does the sun represent? Like everything in the physical world that evolves from what it is spiritually, Shemesh If so, it comes out that in this name Tammuz, you have two opposites. On one hand, you have the fact that this shows in the Shemesh which is the revelation of the Ebeshter to the greatest and strongest extent, Havaya, which is higher than Teva, with the greatest Taikif. And at the same time, it's, it's also a name which is Avedizara. And the fact that the name Tammuz refers to Shem Avaya, to the Shemesh Avaya, explains how we can give a name, Tammuz, which is seemingly Avedizara, to the month of Tammuz. We know that there's an Issa to remember and to mention the name of Avedizara Bechlal. So even though this is a name that's mentioned in Teireh, so it's allowed to be remembered, but why would we give a name for a month of Avedizara, with the name of Avedizara? But the truth is that the real name of Tammuz is the heat and the light of the sun in this time of the year. The fact that then people went and made Navidizara and gave it the name Tamos because of this name that means heat. So as the Gemara once says, because of fools utilizing something positive and giving it a name for Avidizara, that's why we shouldn't use this name for, our, for the month, which means something positive, which refers to Shemesh Avaya. So what's the point over here of these two opposites in the same month? So seemingly we could say that the Pshat is very simple. The Golos and the Chorban, and as a result, the fast day, is not just for the purpose of destruction and fasting and suffering. Rather, the point is that from this Golos, we come to the time period that will have the redemption, and actually the fast day itself will be transformed into Sasan, Simcha, and Mayadim Tevim. So therefore, the Eivishter placed a day of redemption in this month to remind us what the Tzayim and the Golos is all about. It's just to do Aveda and to take ourselves out of this Golos, to get rid of the cause of the Golos. So therefore we have this day in the month to remind us of this Aveda that we have to do. Similar to what we find in the month of Av. 
that after Tisha B'Av comes Chamisha B'Av, which is a very happy day, because following Tisha B'Av, we come and we realize that the whole point of the destruction is to come afterwards to the, re- the revelation and the, the redemption that we have on Chamisha uh, B'Av, the Necham of the Ebesher that follows. But this is not yet enough of an explanation regarding the day of a redemption in the, in the month of Tammuz, because it's different than the month of Av. In the month of Av, first you have Tisha B'Av, and then following that, Chamisha B'Av, which is the Nechama to the Chorben and Galas of Tisha B'Av. Here, however, Yud Beis Yud Gimel Tamos is before you even come to the Galas of uh, Shivasa B'Tamos. Uh, over here, it's sort of an introduction coming before the uh, Galas. Why is that? B'chlal, more in general, if you have over here two aspects to this month, and like we said before, this means that the Abish is coming to show that the main purpose of the Golos is to come from the Golos to Gola, to, re- to the redemption. So of course, isn't the main point here the, the, the redemption that will follow later? So that's what we should really focus on primarily. That's the main thing. And we see this also regarding the month of Av, that the minig is to add the word Menachem, that the name of the month is Menachem of, <coughs> sorry, to focus on the Necham of the Ebeshter and not on the, on the judgment and on the punishment of the month. If so, regarding the month of Tammuz, it should be the same thing, that in all generations the month of Tammuz should have this day in it that is a day of redemption, because that's the Iker of the month. So why is it basically Gimel Tammuz that was something that was revealed only in later generations? Rather, there's a deeper answer over here. And that is that even when you look into the Golos and the Chorben and the fast day itself, there's a deeper dimension to what this fast day itself is. Besides the fact that it's supposed to lead later to redemption, but the inner essence of what the fast day itself is, is also something positive. Of course, externally and simply, the fast day is a punishment and it's something very negative, the destruction of the Chorben of the Beis but the truth is that Bipnimius, and when Mashiach comes, this will be revealed and we will see this, that the whole Golas in itself is really positive. Then even the fast day itself will be a Sasim Simcha. And the reason that it's positive is because this is really an expression of an even deeper love that Hashem has to the Yidin. It's like a, a, a Melech, a great awesome king. That's Reichitz Bechweide Vaatzma Itzayas Bnayachinde Mirayva Avasa, as the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, a father that comes and washes off the child from his dirt and even with hot water, even in a way that it's, it would be painful for him. And we can also see this in the Yeremes of Ad Bash, that the first day of Pesach is the same day as Tisha B'av, meaning that really Tisha B'av is a chesed of Deibishter, just like Pesach. And this is actually even, even deeper love. The father loves the child to such an extent that he's even ready to do something which is opposite his nature, to, to do something which is painful for the child in order to discipline him because he loves him that much. And that's the real pnimius of what the fast day and the destruction of the Besamikdash itself is. And therefore, when Mashiach comes, it's not only that the fast days will not exist anymore, because there will be no reason to fast, but we'll actually celebrate on this day, because we'll appreciate and see the deep love of the Eibishter that there is in this time. Now, this explains why there's a difference in the month of Tammuz, in earlier generations and now. In earlier generations, when we weren't as close to the Gula, so this deeper love, which is the positive aspect of this destruction and this Golos, was not yet revealed. The closer we get to the time of the Gula, when there's a taste and there's a certain spark of the Gula that begins to shine in the world, so we can begin to see the good and the love of the Eibishter that's really here within the very darkness itself. And this is something that you see regarding your basic Gimel Tammuz that the Friedrich Rebbe was imprisoned in a very, very harsh imprisonment, and they even wanted to bring him to Hepach But nevertheless, the Friedrich Rebbe was not only redeemed, but actually the very imprisonment and, and release of prison brought a tremendous expansion in his spreading Teireh and Yiddishkeit throughout the entire world. 
Like the Rebbe Rashab said, when you take an olive and you press it, so it brings out the oil of it. So the pressing is all just a stage in getting out the oil. And also, even furthermore, we find regarding the day of Gimel Tamos. Gimel Tamos was the day when the Friedrich Rebbe was released from prison, but was sent off to exile. And originally, it seemed like that this was a very negative day, that they were just postponing releasing him, because they really were planning, maybe, possibly, they were planning on finding a way of how to keep him in prison and still you know, do what they wanted with the Friedrich Rebbe. But when the Friedrich Rebbe was released on Yudbeis Tamos, what came out that no, their plan was all destroyed and they couldn't do anything. And really, Gimel Tamas was the day of Yeshua Vatsala. It was the day that the Fidigar Rebbe was released from prison and saved from prison, which is actually something even greater than what happened with Bezid Gimel Tamas when he was only released from an exile. And Gimel Tamas, the Fidigar Rebbe, was released from prison. So this gives us a deeper and a better appreciation for the name of the month, Tamas, that on one hand it's a name of Avedizara. But at the same time, though, it's this name itself that expresses the deepest revelation of the Taikif of Shemeshavaya. Because Yisrina is Menachayshech, from the darkness itself, comes the greatest revelation. And when you have this explained in Chesidus, first it's explained in Taita, and then from Taita this comes down in, in the world as well, that you have in this month a day where you had this revelation, a nest, with the release of the Friedrich Rebbe, that brought to a tremendous expansion in our Batsasatayr. And those that released the Friedrich Rebbe themselves knew it's going to cause this expansion, but they still went in freedom, because here, this is a great revelation of the deep love of the Ebesha that comes out in this month. So from this, we all can take a tremendous chizuk and encouragement regarding our Aveda. When we look at Golis and a person can become demoralized and fall into a despair with all of the hardships and darkness that there is in Golis. And it's not always enough to tell oneself that there's light at the end of the tunnel, that eventually this is all leading up to the Gola. But the present, it's very difficult. And this is a really bitter and dark place. But the lesson here is that we have to know that even the Golas itself is really positive and it's part of Hashem's love. But we can't feel it and see it necessarily. But the Pneumius of the Golas itself is really all the love of the Ebishter. And therefore this time period of the year, while we have to keep what it says in Shulchan Aruch, regarding the Halachas of Avelis and mourning in the three weeks and the nine days. But nevertheless, I'll pit Taita that things that we can do to add in Simcha, by making a Sim and a Masechta, by learning more Taita. Specifically by learning the Tzura Sabayis, the Halachas of Hilchas Beis Abichira. With one that learns this, And through this we will transform these days of and we'll come to the time of Yehovchu Yom Emeilu L'sasen L'simcha L'mayadim Taifim.